It's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile is passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time to get mental. And now here's your host, Cecile Ahrens. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Get Mental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How you doing, T? What's up? (laughs) What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? I'm doing amazing, Cecile. How you feeling today? I'm doing great. Yeah, but I must admit, I'm I'm kind of over, you know, this whole coronavirus thing. I'm ready for it to be to be done with. Yes, it feels like I keep getting put on punishment, and then I got to sneak out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, everybody's still being careful out there because the virus has not gone away. Let's not forget that. But uh, thank you so much for being patient with us, you know, um, and understanding that. You know, the virus has also impacted, um, you know, the way we record. So hopefully uh, you guys are still enjoying um, our content. And so today, T, I, as always, excited about uh, what we're going to talk about, which is Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, where we're going to break down what we think self-confidence means and insecurities and how the selfie social media culture has contributed to, you know, uh, socially acceptable forms of vanity and narcissism. And we're all going to help people, you know, um, heal from the inside out and inspire them for healthy, healthy change. Yes, I love it. I'm ready for this today. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the reason um, we decided to talk about this is because, you know, we are concerned about like a lot of the things that we're seeing T and I on social media and how people are um, kind of presenting themselves when, you know, we know that especially people in our circle doesn't, that doesn't always mean that that's the life they're really living. Right. 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 And uh, also, you know, because Get Mental is all about mental health and mindset, I think, yeah, it's important for us to talk about what true self-confidence is. So let's start there. What do you think self-confidence is, T? What are your thoughts on that? Great question. Great question. So for everybody that's listening in, my, you know, my thoughts on self-confidence is really you're loving yourself from head to toe unapologetically, mm. right? And what I mean by that is, we call it self-esteem. It's self. <laughs> it's not coming from external sources. So what that's asking you to do is to be 100% responsible for loving yourself first. Mm-hmm. See, what we have to understand is that people can only build on a foundation that we set for ourselves. So you want to ask yourself, are you listening in today? In your heart of hearts, how do you really feel about yourself? Right. 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 How do you really, you know, when you look in the mirror, what's some things that you say? On the way to work, how do you talk to yourself? How is your conversation with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week? You know, are you in love with you? And 
you know, this year we have to have an honest conversation with ourselves about how do we feel about ourselves before we first can open up that door to, you know, deal with other people. Right. So I just think that being self-confident is being in love with yourself from head to toe, like loving your flaws and all. What's your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Well, yeah, you know, I think I'm definitely with you, but I know maybe for some of our listeners that at least for me, when you say being in love with yourself from head to toe, like that's that's hard, you know, to like everything about yourself and be in love with yourself. So I just want to um, differentiate that for people. This doesn't mean like you um, love yourself in an egotistical way. You know, I think what T's talking about is self-acceptance, right? Like being okay with the things that you may not like so much about yourself as well. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that... Um, you always like everything, especially with girls, with women, everything you see, you know? And I know this, not just because I'm a female, but also just the, the ladies that I support, you know, especially when it comes to body image, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of the struggles the ladies have is not being happy with how they look and their weight and so forth. And so what I want people to take away is that, It's okay, you know, to say, oh, I wish I was this and that, but not letting it diminish your worth. Okay. You know what I mean? You said said the word hard. And my thoughts is, you know, for somebody that's new on the line and you having the experience that you have, why would it be hard for somebody to love themselves? Yeah, that's a good question. So a lot of it is based on, and I know we talk about this all the time, but it is, it is true for most issues that we have as humans based on our earlier experiences. It's a combination of like what happened in childhood, the modeling, the messaging you received from childhood, and then the larger community, the, you know, Mm. schools, the media, uh, and so forth. So with women, the body image stuff is really, really sticky. Like it's like kind of like one of the last frontiers that just doesn't, quite seem to go away. Um, And so the way I work with people on that is, you know, accepting that, okay, I'm having these feelings, but not turning it into untrue statements about themselves, right? Meaning not letting it drive the bus, not letting that piece of insecurity be the source of how you make decisions about your life. Just kind of letting it be a passenger versus letting it be the driver. Okay. So, I, you know, I heard you mention women. And um, do you feel like women have this issue more than men? Statistically speaking, yes. But I know that men also struggle with, you know, uh, certain parts of their appearance. But I don't think to the degree that women do. What are your thoughts on that? You're strong. I think men's struggle is a little different. Yes. You know, actually, I just... Uh, this kind of correlates. I asked a question the other week on social media mm-hmm. and I'm starting to notice a lot of women are going under the knife. Oh, yes. Yes. It's a lot of surgery. Yes. But the responses I got from women was not because they had low self-esteem. It's just something they wanted for themselves. Right. Right. So again, you know, not not shaming, not pathologizing anybody who wants to go under the knife. 
Um, and I did talk about this in a previous social media um, in our group, Facebook group. By the way, if you guys haven't joined, please consider joining. It's very, very supportive and informative where, you know, T, I talked about like, it's not about having the surgery. It's about the reason, being honest with yourself about your intention and your reason for doing it. Mm. You know? Because the slippery slope is if you start getting into that, you know, uh, paradigm and you're not careful, you could easily superficially think, oh, this is just because I want to look just a little prettier. I just want to enhance myself, which is, you know, one or two times. But if it becomes a pattern, then that's where we get really concerned because then that can easily um, get into some kind of, you know, disordered, what we call disordered behavior, where you're really preoccupied with your looks, with your body shape. And over time, it could, you know, cr create um, disorders, mental health disorders. So, you know, the ladies just have to be honest about why they're doing it and what they hope to get out of it. Mm, okay. Because if you don't check yourself, it's, you know, it can easily get out of control, you know? So, okay. yeah. And, and imagine a world where if that, let's just pretend for a second that that wasn't available, hmm. then what would you do instead? That's a great perspective. That's a great perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'll, it'll really force you to love your flaws and all. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to have to live with it mm. and find kind of like what you say. You say it so beautifully, how to heal from the inside out. Yes. You know, I'm going to self-disclose here, okay? So getting getting uh, breast implants is so common in Southern California. And you probably mm. know this you because I know you just... Uh, you're originally from Chicago, T, but wouldn't you say that in Southern California, that's pretty much more common? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably good for the boys, right? <laughs> but, you know, and I wrestled with that for the longest time, you know, and I almost went under the knife. And again, so, no, no shame, no judgment, but... You know, when I got really honest with myself, it was really coming from a place of deep insecurity and a feeling of inadequacy. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know better. I know that's not the way. If if I know that that's, the, that's where it's coming from, then I have to find a different way to feed that, to, to heal that part of myself, right? Mm -hmm. Because if society didn't value that so much women won't even be thinking about it as much as they do, mm. right? If the modeling, if the conditioning was like small breasts, for example, are the, are what's desirable, then everyone would be reducing getting a breast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So <clears throat> you have to be really careful with these things because they're very insidious, you know, and a lot of times it comes from, like you said, <clears throat> feelings of inadequacy and insecurity. So, you know, to each their own. But again, that's why I go back to, you just have to be honest with yourself about why you're doing what you're doing and what you think it's going to bring, it's going to do for you and how it's going to enhance your life, mm. you know? So that's where we go into like, you know, how the selfie culture has really um, normalized, right? Surgeries, how it's normalized, a little vanity, you know, conversation yes. with yourself. And if you said, you know, you say the selfie culture, it's crazy how social media plays on that because so many women use the filter app. 
Yes. You know, I, I go through some profiles and I, you can't even see a regular picture anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Lamar, you know, one of his songs, I don't know what it's, the title is, but he talks about that. Like, I want to see some stretch marks. I want to see something real. Yes. Real men love tiger stripes. <laughs> Isn't that what they're called? <laughs> yes. We love tiger stripes. Why? Can you tell me why? I mean, it's just something about a, a woman and her natural, her natural vibe, you know, her natural glow. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's something natural about her glow and her shine when she's at peace and she's in love with who she is. The, you know, no makeup, hair tied up, stretch marks showing, you know, that that's like- real. Yeah, it's so sexy for men. Yes, absolutely. And like you, you ever see a woman? Women when they're pregnant, they glow. Yes, yes. And a lot of us men are attracted to pregnant women. Yes, that is so bizarre. Because when I was pregnant, I felt like I got so many more male attention, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> It's because I guess it's just, uh, you know, the glow of it all. Because the energy, right? The glow, the energy. energy. Yeah. The confidence. And, you know, the confidence. You guys' confidence. Like, you love that baby. Yeah. And then you find the clothes that make you look cute. Pregnant cute. (laughs) Pregnant cute, yes. Yeah, pregnant cute. So it's like, man, woo-wee, who is that? You know, there's something to that. I'm going to have to do some research on that because seriously, that I had that personal experience too. And I was a little creeped out. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> but um, yeah. So, you know, I think like for me, self-confidence is about self-trust ultimately. Mm. You know, trust in your ability to handle a situation, trust in your ability to perform, trust in your ability to deliver Trust in your ability to bounce back from stuff. Trust in your ability to handle failure, you know, and just like um, to piggyback on what you're saying, like knowing who you are and being okay with who you are from head to toe, you know, and being okay with it doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. Yes. But it's about, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just going to say, you know, a lot of people don't know what they want for themselves. Mm, What do you mean by that? And well... A lot of people don't decide or they haven't made up their mind what they want their life to look like, you know, first before they let the environment and the world tell them what they should look like. Mm. So the outer voice screams louder than the inner voice. Right. So you want to get to a space in your life where you can clearly hear your demands. What is it that you want? How do you want to look? Yeah. What do you think is best for you? Yeah. You know, before you date people or you go into environments where people kind of filter down, you know, who you need to become. Right. Because everything, everything rises and falls on influence. Mm, Everything rises and falls on influence. And um, no matter what, you're being influenced. If you listen to the show, we're influencing you. If you work a job, somebody's your job is influencing you. Somebody in your family is influencing you. Everything in this world is about leadership and leadership is influence. Right. So right now, if you know, you got to be careful on what's influencing you. Yeah, yeah. So you have to develop those, you know, characteristics from the inside out. Right. You know, you got to be the person this year. Start your own way. Mm. So I love that, T. You know, that's a really great perspective of like you're being influenced. So 
it it um, plugs into the thing I always believe is that you are what you listen to. You're not just what you eat, right? There's that saying, you are what you eat. Yes, we are what we eat, but we're also what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're consuming every day, mentally, Absolutely. emotionally, spiritually. Absolutely. In our environment, you know, depending on where you at in the world, you know, our society is not in your favor. <laughs> you know, our, your environment plays a major role, like you were saying, Cecile, that what you've seen growing up, what you heard growing up, what you smelt, all of your senses play a role. Mm-hmm. You've been influenced. Yeah. So you just want to, you know, kind of pull back and see, is it in your best interest? Right, right. <clears throat> Um, what do men, generally speaking, you think, what helps them feel confident? Respect. So here's what it is from a man's perspective. Um, men, we buy things to do things to get a woman's respect. And see, this is... We this buy is, things to do things to get a woman's respect. Break that down, T. So, for example, um, you know, cars, clothes, jewelry. In our mind, we're looking to be an alpha male. And we know that women love security. Mm-hmm. And this is where f- flexing comes in. Like, the word flexing means you're overcompensating for, yes. you know, areas in your life. So, for example, you know, a social media era, people come on social media and pretend they have more than they really do in real life. Right. Only because right. that gives men confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because they, we've made up in our mind that women want this. And really, a lot of women, you know, not even interested in that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, at least the ones that's not vague and really just want you, you know, authentic and transparent, really want you for you. And we want so, stability. Yes. Right? We want stability. We want consistency. We want transparency. Absolutely. And a lot of men, because of society, believe that we have to flash money to get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So flashing money, buying all the shiny stuff, that's how we, in our mind, get respect. And as a man, if you don't have the flashy things, then you kind of have, you know, a lot of a lot of men have low self-esteem. Right. Because, you know, my father always told me, you know, it's not the suit on the man, it's the man in the suit. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100% know what you're saying. And the psychology behind that, you hit the nail on the head, is really coming from a place of insecurity and wanting that external validation, right? So, um, you know, again, not I always say this because I don't want people to feel like we're judging or shaming. But if you are struggling with those kinds of things and if you are seeing yourself in that pattern, you know, know that there's a healthier way and that actually that might get you some um, short-term attention, right? Short-term satisfaction. But if you're Mm -hmm. really looking for commitment, love, a healthy relationship, you're going to have to, you know, look beyond that and, you know, fix other things in your life. Yes. Yeah. But T, you know, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this, but um, I've noticed, this is just my observation, that there's also a cultural piece to it. Like in the Black community, similar to my community, Filipino and Asian American, that materialism, you know, that flexing and tapping, as that what millennials call it, seem to be a little bit more pronounced, like where we, we you know, there's, there's a thing around having the shiny stuff. Oh, yeah. So in our community, this is very bad. Like, we call it keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that is? Because, I mean, 
honestly, I don't see that a lot in like, say, just the white Caucasian culture. It's because in our community, you know, our natural instinct is to consume, mm. is to buy. And we're consuming to fit in, you know, keeping up with the genre. So yeah. if we don't feel like we have the latest technology, the, the latest cars, cars, you guys bling the cars, right? Yeah, the, the clothes. And let me tell you what's crazy about it, that, you know, right now, a lot of our community, we have the highest unemployment rate. Mm. But at, but at the same time, right, we have the highest unemployment rate, but the best closets. <laughs> And cars. And cars, you know. So it's like something's not adding up here. You know, we live in a bit beyond our means. We're over. Yes. Thank you. you. Thank you. It's the same thing with Asian Americans, you know, and Filipinos. But for us, my take on that is status is so important to us. Yes. You You know, know it's crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Doing these looting in Chicago. I'm so sad. Oh. Um. You know, because of what's happening in the economy, it's so sad that some individuals in our community, they use this as an opportunity oh, yeah. to break into high-end stores like Gucci and, yes, and all of the high-end Yes, and they're selling it online. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother subject, but... That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> yeah, but that whole, you know, um, materialism and, again, you know, coming from... I believe that the psychology behind that is that's coming from that place of insecurity, which the environment has also um, normalized, you know, Um, and that's what it's like for 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 us in Asian Americans. Like we grew up like watching everybody, you know, flash and buy designer things and, you know, strive for the status. So I think it's very similar in your culture, too. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think will help our people, our our, our listeners, um, kind of snap out of this trance and find a healthy, better way, heal from the inside out, like you said? Uh, that's a great question. And I really think that, you know, the first thing we need to do is you got to make a confession. <laughs> and what I mean by a confession is it's just time for you to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I get a Jesus? Can I get an amen? Yeah. <laughs> so you can't change nothing that you're afraid to approach. Right. You feel me? Like you got to make a confession that some of the choices and decisions that you've been making has probably been for the benefit of others' approval instead of the benefit for your approval. Yes. So you got to start with being honest with yourself. Like mm-hmm. you can lie to the whole world, but you cannot lie to yourself. You know, so make that confession. All our callers that's listening around the world, make that confession like, hey, is this attitude serving me? Because, listen, I want you guys to understand your perspective drives your performance. Ooh, perspective drives your performance. Your perspective is everything, T. It's everything. So if you have the wrong perspective, you're going to get the wrong result. Right. So by making a confession and being honest with yourself, we can get the right perspective that can heal and give you the right performance in every area of your life. So the number one thing I would say, Cecile, is make a confession. And then number two, I think um, we need to fix your focus. Mm, yes. So after you make that confession, you got to fix your focus because if you're, after you make the confession, then you don't want to be focused on what society is 
telling you you need to look like. Right. What your environment you is telling you. tune out all that noise and chatter and, and get still with your own voice. Exactly, because whatever you give attention to, you give your energy to it. And whatever you give your energy to grows. Right. Now, for all my callers listening in, guys, listen, whatever you think about, you keep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think about, you keep. So if you keep thinking about, you know, all of this society pressure, you got to look like this, you got to wear this, you got to do that. Well, you're going to keep going in the same destructive cycles and going through the same emotions over and over and over again right. until you sh- shift your focus. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Then I think another thing... Um, I'm sorry, so I'm just going on going crazy today. No, I love um, it. Keep going. This is great. I think the third thing, you know, so I think I said uh, make a confession. Number two, fix your focus. And then I think um, number three, I think you should, you got to find a route. Yes. That's where right. I was going to go, you know? Yeah. And in order to change the fruit, you got to find the root. Yes. I love how you simplify these concepts and just give it to our listeners in a concise um, understandable way, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times we're looking at, we're attracted to low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. but we have to be clear that it's the root. Like for instance, um, you know, guys, we have a real show. And, um, I was talking to my friend other day. It's not, if you ever drink alcohol, it's not cause it tastes good. It's something driving you to the bottle. Mm-hmm. You guys get me? So it's not like it's just you drink Hennessy or something like that or rum or Jack Daniels. It's not that it's just the best drink in the world. You got to ask yourself, what's driving you to drink? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it ain't the fruit. It's the There's root. a benefit to the behavior, even though the yes. behavior might not be the healthiest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What are you getting out of the low bearing fruit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting something out of it, you know, and you got to be honest with yourself and say, hey, this doesn't serve me no more. Because right. think about it. I have uh, a good friend of mine. She doesn't drink, doesn't do no none of that. No drugs, no nothing. And she's just as happy. Life is just fun. She's always smiling. And you can't tell if we were to go out and have some fun, she'd get a water. Everybody else would get a, a Ciroc. And she's just high on life. And she's high on life. And you don't know who had a few drinks, us or her. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, so in that example, you know, get the drink and all that stuff is just... It's just something we've made up that we need, not exactly what we mm-hmm. really need. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Behaviors always have a, a motivation and a benefit, right? Yes. That's the the hashtag signs to the streets, you know, part of our talk. And um, again, not, not shaming or blaming, but, you know, looking at your pattern, being honest about that. And I'm glad that you talked about, you know, uh, addressing the root because that's where therapy comes in. You know, a lot of times, like we're not born with low self-esteem, okay? We don't come out of the womb feeling inadequate. A lot of this stuff is learned, learned behaviors, you know, and that's how important and powerful our environment is. And it's not our fault but at some point, especially when be- when we become adults, it becomes our problem and our responsibility to heal from the inside out. Because really, that's the only way to that's the only way to transcend all of this uh, cultural stuff that keeps telling us and remind you know making us feel inadequate. I mean, just look at turn on the TV, right, and look at all exactly. <clears throat> just, you know, one set of commercials, you're going to, you're going to bound, you're going to be bound to find a a commercial that's going to make you want more, 
want something new or fix something about yourself? You know, it's crazy. Uh, I'm glad you said that because when you're born, you only have two fears. Mm -hmm. The fear of loud noises and then the fear of falling. Mm -hmm. Everything else comes from the environment, the media. So growing up, all of these fears become one. Your, your parents or the lack thereof. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you really think about the average household TV. I mean, average household, they watch eight to 10 hours of TV a day. Mm-hmm. And that is insane. Our kids are being raised by the television. Well, now, T, I think it's probably social media is probably replacing some of that TV time. People are scrolling on their phones and strolling and, you know, scrolling. And that's now, I think, replacing television. And how many hours do we spend, if we're not careful, looking at images? And I tell people those images and those messages on social media have a psychological impact. Like they're not as harmless as you think. Yes. You know, and back to like the science of it all. The last on the last Facebook group um, live video I did, I talked about the psychology behind social approval, why we do it. And it actually all every time you get a like, every time you get like a positive affirmation and positive attention, the same uh, it lights up the same parts of our brain that is similar to the process of addiction. So it has a dopamine effect. And the reward centers of our brain light up. And that's why we keep doing it over and over again. And you want more of it. You know, you post something, you find yourself looking at like, how many people liked it? What did they say? You know? So if you're not like conscious of it, you can easily get sucked into that. And that becomes a way to also validate yourself. And then when you don't get a lot of the likes and when you don't get a lot of the positive affirmations, If you don't have an intact self-esteem, that can start to hurt people, you know, mentally, emotionally. And then they do more, right? They do more. They want more. They grab, you know, they do more things to get attention. So we have to be careful about that. And that's what the social media culture has created. And it has real psychological effects. And we're only starting to understand it more and more now. The more studies are being done on it, the more research is being done on it. So whatever Mike Zuckerberg did, he 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 found a formula that really hooks us in because it's addictive. It has an addictive uh, dynamic and process, and we we just have to be careful. And it goes back to what you were saying, T. Like you have to find the root because without you healing the root, you're going to be prone to that pattern and other patterns in your life. You know, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that like interesting? The the dopamine effect and the the addiction process. Yes. How similar that is. Wow. That's so deep. Yeah. And that's why I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but people sometimes go, oh, you know, I got off social media. Um, They have to detox. We call it digital yeah. detox. You know, and for some people, that's really hard to do because you've already been hooked like you know, your, your, your neurons, your the circuitry in your brain needs to kind of go through a withdrawal process because you're not getting all those hits, those highs. Mm. Yeah. It's deep, 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 deep. But I think T-Bird, we should take a break. This is a good time. Um, and when we return, we will continue this conversation. So please don't go away. Let's do it. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. 
I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. Thanks so much for being here. Hopefully, you're enjoying our topic today on self-confidence, insecurity, and how the social media culture has contributed to socially acceptable forms of vanity and narcissism and what you can do about it. Welcome back. Hey, welcome back, guys. Let's do this. Yes. So, you know, let's talk to you. I think we should talk about why self-confidence is important. You know, what, what, why, why does it matter? Why do we want to cultivate more of it in our lives? Um, research has shown that people with self-confidence tend to be happier. They tend to live more lives uh, where they're fulfilled. They tend to be just more at peace and calm in general. Um, they tend to take more risks, more adventurous, more fun, right? And they tend to have a relationship edge. You know, have you ever noticed that people are drawn to confident people? Yes, absolutely. And I was going to hit on that. Um, the importance of self-esteem. I'm glad you just said that, wife. Um, the importance of self-esteem. Self-esteem is a direct correlation to your productivity. Mm, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by that is that there's a difference between your activity and then productivity. Activity is just going through the emotions, doing the events, doing this and that, but Love doesn't mean that. you're but it doesn't mean you're productive. Yeah. See, you can be efficient, but you're not, you may not be effective. Right. Okay. You can be efficient, but that may not mean you're effective. So your self-esteem, right? Because when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. And you also start to look good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? So, you know, your self-esteem, how you feel about yourself is a direct correlation to the productivity you're going to have in all the areas in your life. If you don't feel like you're attractive, then your confidence, you know, people, like you just said, people are attracted to confidence. So if you don't have confidence, you know, how is that, a, how would that be? That would be a disadvantage at the workplace. So imagine you're competing with hundreds of people for a new job, but you lack confidence. You're also competing for a woman or a man, you know, in a relationship that you want to date, but you lack confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, and so on and so forth. So every area of your life, if you don't have the confidence in yourself, the self-esteem, think about it. Esteem powers your, it's power. Like it's, it makes me think about Yes, it makes me think about a train, right? And you got the steam that powers yourself. Right, right. And you just need the confidence. You need that self-love that says, hey, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I'm an overachiever. I'm a top producer, mm-hmm. you know? And you just want to shift to positive, positive affirmations and, you know, uh, better environments and just everything that you can do to be in alignment with loving yourself so that you can get the best results in life. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, to piggyback on that, like, 
it's really about at the end of the day, not just productivity, but purpose, right? And align yes. with your values, you know, knowing who you are and living your life as such, right? Because once you know that about yourself, once you're clear about this is what I want my life to be, this is what I want my legacy to be, that compass guides can guide everything that you do in life. And, you know, I always use um, uh, Elon Musk because he just comes to mind a lot. <laughs> um, you know, like he's like, okay, part of my purpose is to, he didn't just make an electric car because he wants to be rich. He really wanted to impact the environment. And he said, there has to be a way. Let's see if we can make it happen, you know? So that was a big part of his purpose and nothing. He didn't waver for it. He failed. He was talked out of it. He's lost a lot of money, but because of his clarity and purpose, it didn't matter. He just kept going. You know, that's a kind of a, a big example of the confidence and the self-esteem that we're talking about here is your ability to tune out all the noise and have that sense of clarity about your purpose and you keep going anyway. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes you need help in cultivating that, right? Yes. Because you need to heal certain parts of yourself. So if that's you, then therapy would be what I would recommend. If you need like just, you know, maybe it's not based on anything deep or, or uh, huge trauma in your life, then maybe you need a coach, right? To just guide you and help you um, keep keep moving forward. But whatever it is, is, you know, I want people to know to you that they don't have to do this alone. And as a matter of fact, you know, it's hard to do it alone. You know, we, need, we all need support. We all have issues, like we say, at Get Mental. And we all need community to help us get to that point. So don't be afraid to seek out help and support, guys, because that's really um, what's going to help each and every one of us heal. So I love what Cecile just said, guys. If you if you if you just heard the word community, mm-hmm. the word community when you break it down, it has to have a common goal. Mm, yeah, the word common is in community. So your environment, the people you hang around with, your circle have to have yes, your circle has to have a similar goal. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, and that's a big part of self-confidence and self-esteem is the feedback you're getting from your circle. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And what you realize is that, you know, sometimes you can't be the friend. Like, you get you get tired of being a strong friend all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people treat you like a trash can. Like, they come dump all their problems on you. Are you talking about therapists? I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm so, kidding, guys. Don't take that personally. I love you. <laughs> so, you know, everybody knows that strong friend. You might be, if you're listening right now, you may be the strong friend where everybody comes and dumps their problems on you. That, and, I mean, I'm sure that's probably a lot of your life experience, T. You're probably absolutely. that kind of person where people just, because you're so strong and so positive. You know, but you have to be careful too, right? You got to give yourself permission to have down days. Absolutely, because everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's going through things that nobody ever know, you know? So sometimes you have to break away. Like, you know, there's only so much you can take on your own. So you need other strong people in your community. 
And you know what that brings me? Thank you for saying that. It brings me to this thought that part of self-confidence and self-esteem is self-care. Yes. You got to know your limits. You got to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pause and rest and learn how to say no. Yes. Right. And be selective about where you're putting your time and energy on to towards. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I also want to touch on is when you said productivity, right? And I think that's so important, um, being active versus productive. I love that distinction. But I also want to add to that, that sometimes, you know, part of self-confidence and self-esteem is being okay with just being still. Like we don't always have to be in forward motion, meaning we don't always have to be doing something, right? Like we're human beings, not human doings, you know? I think sometimes people don't know the power of the pause and how that can really give you more juice and creative juice and, and recharge your batteries. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. As a matter of fact, it's really healthy. That's why meditation is such a big practice now, especially in the United States, because people are starting to really feel the difference, feel the value. And I think you and I talked about this a long time ago offline, like a lot of successful people have a meditative practice. Yes. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about, you know, let our audience I don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, meditation isn't just about like sitting there, you know, for hours with a gong, like, no, there's different forms of meditation. Um, That's more the traditional way. And I'm not a meditation connoisseur, but you know, there's also like active or what they call uh, walking meditation. You know, you could be meditating while you're lining up at the grocery store, basically like being aware. That's really what meditation essentially is about, is being mindful, you know, like, oh, okay, I feel my feet. Sometimes I practice this, okay, I feel my feet on the ground, I'm taking a few deep breaths because I don't know how long I'm going to be in line, right? Just finding a way to calm yourself, center yourself, and be present and accept that this is where I'm at in this moment, you know? So, wifey, can you, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, your personal example? You took these last two weeks to kind of self-meditate. Yes. Yeah. I would love to. So, guys, I went on a vacation. I went on a road trip. And part of what really helps me stay centered is being in nature. So we went to the woods. We camped in the middle of nowhere. We went to Aspen, Colorado, and it's so pretty in the summer. And just really was uh, was with with the elements, and not a whole lot of people. You know, not a whole lot of socializing. Just a lot of quiet time. Um, and so for me, that's my form of meditation. Is just slowing everything down in my life, and just you know, uh, unplugging. And really just being with myself as much as that is possible with a five-year-old. But, you know, he's also, it's not like he always needs our attention. Like he's very good at self-soothing. So that's really what I did. And I do that. That's my meditative practice. That's my form of self-care and mindfulness practice is making an intention and following through on unplugging and you know, getting away and just being with, with God, really, for me, it's very spiritual. Nature centers me and reminds me of things that are, you know, we all get caught up, right, in our little worlds. 
and our goals and all these things and our we organize our identities so much on like you know our ego like and I don't mean in the egotistical way but like our ego of like what we should be doing what we should be achieving where we should be at in our lives blah 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 and for me when I do that tea it's more like I'm fine as I am I don't mm. need to necessarily you know I am not my goals I am my values I love that yeah mm-hmm. I am not my goals I'm my values wow mm-hmm. drop the mic <laughs> Thank you, Colorado Mountains. Yes, drop the mic. I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, you get caught up and you forget. And so uh, nature reminds me of the the bigger forces in life and that we're just so minuscule, really. Like, for example, we went to a dinosaur museum, my son and I. Mm. We had a mommy and Sunday, right? And I drove, you know, kind of, it's called Woodland Park. It's mountainous drive. It was really cool. And I didn't expect to be changed by that museum, but I am because he touched like fossils of dinosaurs. They had like dinosaur uh, fossils that were 66 million years old, T. One of them was 75 million years old. And here we are thinking we're, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. Like this earth has been here. Nature does its thing. Like we could be extinct for all we know. Mm. It's deep. Wow. Right? So that's what I mean. Like we are not our goals, you know, have some respect for, for nature and the bigger life that's outside of all of us. You had a quiet experience the last couple of weeks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i did it was great guys i've been i've been telling her she's been living her best life <laughs> <laughs> you know but back to 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 tie that all back into self-esteem and self-confidence right that's part of it is like you know when you have um and again it's um, you know it's not like a perfect life or any anything like that but when you have a respect for yourself and your life you know you're you're the way and your respect for the world and the environment, the way you move and the way you live your life truly changes. So that's what we mean, guys, by healing from the inside out, you know? And so whatever that looks like for you, don't wait. You don't, you know, if you can do it, if you have the resources, you don't have to know all the steps. You know, I always tell people this to you, like, you don't have to know all the steps. Just take the first step. Come on. Just take the first step. And then after that, take the next first step. Then the next first step. You know, that's how change happens incrementally. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm pumped. (laughs) Woo, you dropped the mic today. (laughs) So did you, boy. That's why I love you. So, um, yeah, I think that concludes pretty much our topic for today. Hopefully you guys found it helpful and informative and inspiring And I hope you guys, you know, take charge and support yourself and give yourself the gift of self-healing because that really is the ticket to true success. Because once you feel good, good enough, you know, good enough inside, your choices are going to naturally start to change and you're going to start to choose better for yourself. Absolutely. And and if you guys are listening in, uh, take this week, right? Uh, no matter when you listen to this podcast, just take the next following week and make it a self-care week. Yes. 
right? Take yourself out on a date, right? Go back to doing things for you. Get back in that space where you can really spoil yourself, you know, get yourself something nice and, you know, shift your paradigm by, you know, doing things that you deserve more. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you guys so much today. Hope that you guys got a lot of value today. Make sure you guys are in the community to get mental. Facebook, uh, Facebook group. group, as well as the Get Mental podcast guys on Instagram. You guys want to miss any value because let me tell you guys, this summer is going to be amazing. Yeah. So we got so much value for you guys. And our next topic, you do not want to miss, guys. So Ooh. stay plugged in. You do not want to miss. That's going to be juicy and heavy and so relevant. You know, 2020 has been such a heavy year. And T and I are here to keep you guys strong and positive and centered. Right, T? Yes, let's do this. Yes. And also, we want to um, let you guys know that our website is officially up and running. Please check it out. It's thegetmentalshow.com. Thegetmentalshow.com. You're going to see lots of uh, great stuff on there. Check out our Shopify uh, our products, our merchandise, so cool. I got my son a Get Mental hoodie and I got me some Get Mental shirts. So you guys just check it out. It's re it's really cool. We've spent a lot of time building it and creating it, thinking of you, all of you in mind. So um, I hope that you visit. And if you always, if you have any questions, you can always um, email us, uh, transcendtherapy at gmail.com or T, what's your email T? Yes, you guys can email me at tsmithspeaksinfo at gmail.com. tsmithspeaksinfo at gmail.com and then transcendtherapy mm -hmm. at gmail.com. So that's it, you guys. Thank you for being here today. Be well. Thanks, guys. Be well. Be gentle. Get mental. And get mental because we because all have issues. That's <laughs> No shame in that. Take care, you guys. Bye. All right, guys. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. To learn more about Cecile, become a sponsor or guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons.